0: The following segment is from The Look Ahead on the SB Nation NFL show where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Next up is another NFC West game, RJ. It's the Seahawks and the 49ers. 49ers are at home coming off that loss to Green Bay. San Francisco is giving three points. Both of these teams actually coming off losses. Jimmy Garoppolo has never, ever, ever lost two starts in a row with San Francisco. And Russell Wilson has never, ever, ever lost three starts in a row with the Seahawks. Something's got to give you said the line is three it is yeah so san francisco you're the
1: only person i know by the way who says uh lines that way you know x is giving y i don't know anybody else who says it that way so i just want you to know i find it special and delightful and that you're a great person but uh san francisco has given a lot more than that because kashanahan insists on starting jimmy garoppolo who cares <laughs> if he is you know not ever lost two starts in a row whatever this is dumb man like i i really hate this like um a long time ago, I worked in a, in a retail store, and the thing I hated the most, like the absolute most, was when we ha- had to do inventory. You ever have to do this, like, at, at a retail store or anything like that? Any I never worked in a retail store, so no. Okay, well, it's it, all it is is you basically count everything in the store and, like, measure it up against your records, make sure everything is, is, is there, and you have to scan Literally every single item in the store. So, you know, you're scanning everything, you're wondering whether or not you did, you're making a mess. And so it's just the worst possible day to work there. And every time I went into that, I always, it always felt like I just have to get through this. Like, this is just a day where, like, this day is going to suck and I just have to survive this day and it'll be better tomorrow. That is what every 49ers game feels. Like. Just, <laughs> just, dude, like, it is, it sucks watching him. And I don't know, I truly don't. And I don't know if this audio is going up on Niners Nation. And so, I mean, don't come for me, Jimmy stands if it does, but I mean, man, like I just don't see it. I don't get it. It's, it's sad. It's actually, I, and as a Dallas Cowboys fan, I am sad watching this. I'm sad for good football because good football's there, and I don't know if, if Trey Lance is ready or not. Because I know everybody's like, "Well, look at Justin Fields, blah blah, whatever." Well, Matt Nagy also is heavily responsible for that. But even if Trey Lance is awful, at least you're building towards something. With Jimmy Garoppolo, you're just stuck, and you're you're,
0: you're in purgatory. That's all it is. You're a hundred percent right, RJ. Offense is not supposed to be this hard. Every time Jimmy Garoppolo drops back to pass and throws it, I worry about what's about to happen to us as 49ers fans. When Trey Lance is back there, I worry about what's about to happen to the defense because I think something good is going to happen when he lets go of the ball. I've seen enough of the Garoppolo movie. The Packers are not a good defense. They're not. They haven't been a good defense all season. And you know what happened? They clamped Down on the 49ers. And I know that Jimmy threw the touchdown at the end of the game. I get that. But if you watched that game, every single throw is contested because they know they don't have to defend two-thirds of the field. They don't have to defend anything past 20 yards, and they don't have to defend anything outside the hash marks. That makes your whole offense harder. You can't run the ball because the safeties are flat footed and they're coming up and you can't throw the ball because they just load everybody in the middle of the field and everybody has to go up and make a contested catch or get make a catch and take a big hit from a linebacker or safety. It's not supposed to be this hard, especially when you have a play caller like Kyle Shanahan. And for me, like I got to see it from Jimmy this week because the Seahawks defense is Terrible, they're allowing 440 yards a game. They've allowed the most yards in the entire NFL, they've allowed the third most rush yards. Like the Seahawks defense is trash. If Jimmy cannot go out and light it up against one of the worst defenses in the league, like what are we doing? What are we afraid to lose? So, I got to see it from Garoppolo this weekend. If he's not, you know, if he doesn't come out of the gate. Like gangbusters, which, by the way, the last two forced quarters, the 49ers have 39 total yards and one first down. So if he does that, get him out of there. There's no reason to wait. I feel for the Seahawks because we spent this whole time
1: talking about the San Francisco side of things. And I also don't feel for the Seahawks because they're bad. They've blown leads (laughs) in the last two games, which is truly the Seahawk way. And, man, if they lose this game and they fall to 1-3, and I mean, dude, it's, you know. I mean, I know you're not sad, but (laughs) I mean, like that's and and their schedule. I I wouldn't say it lightens up, but so let's let's say they're one and three next week. They're at Pittsburgh and like across the country whatever, but they'll win that game. So two and three. Then they get the Saints. I think I think they'll still win that game. I'm still iffy on New Orleans and then Jacksonville. So I think they and then they're on their bye. But after that, they go to Green Bay, then get Arizona. Like, I think it's, you know, it's a little bit touch and go, I think.
0: If Seattle loses this game, then they're one and three. The 49ers are three and one. And the Cardinals or the Rams is going to be one of those teams is going to be undefeated, and the other one's going to be three and one. Like they're in a huge hole in the division. And like you said, Rams, Steelers, Saints coming up for Seattle. Like it's getting dicey fast there. And I just don't think it's fair to Russell Wilson to have to be Superman. Every single game, like nobody can keep up that pace. And I just feel like with this Seattle defense, which I lay at the feet of Pete Carroll, I don't care that Ken Norton is their defensive coordinator. This is Pete Carroll's defense, just like it's Kyle Shanahan's offense. Ever since the Legion of Boom kind of started to break up here, they've never replenished. They, you know, the defense is still hanging on because Bobby Wagner's friggin' amazing, you know? But other than that, like Earl Thomas is gone. Camp Chancellor had to retire. Things ended very poorly with Richard Sherman. And they've never been able to restock it. And it's just, sorry, Russ, save us, save us, save us. And it's really save us in the fourth quarter, because the first three we're going to try and run the ball when we can't really do it.
1: You know, um, so I, I paused because I, I was trying to think how I'm going to describe this in an audio medium. Uh, just now, Ben Baldwin does a great job covering the Seahawks, actually, for the athletic and a bunch of other things. Uh, incredible statistical mind. I uh, tweeted out a graph of um, a measurement of pro football focuses, big time throw and turnover worthy play rate. Um, I don't know if you're looking at this right now and I'm describing it to you stats, but uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, I know has- exactly
0: what it says. Well, he no has big a, time throws and the most turnover worthy throws. He does not have the most
1: turnover worthy throws, but the only quarterbacks above him, Zach, Zach Wilson looks like he's slightly above him, Jameis Winston, Lamar Jackson, and Trevor Lawrence. But Lamar Jackson is on the high end of uh, big time throw percentage. So he's Lamar Jackson's taking a lot of risks and succeeding. Jimmy Garoppolo is not taking any risks. He, he actually has the lowest percentage of big-time throw percent. So he actually is the the the, lead, the most risk-averse quarterback in the NFL and also, amazingly, also has one of the highest turnover-worthy play percentage rates in the NFL. Those things are diametrically opposite. Like I don't know how Jimmy Garoppolo could – I'm actually impressed you
0: know, like <laughs> that, that, that he could pull that off. It really is amazing. That's the frustrating thing, right? Because you're getting none of the potential upside and all the downside of somebody who's still putting the ball in harm's way. So what are people worried about starting a rookie quarterback for? He's, he's probably going to put the ball in harm's way too, right? But at least you have the potential for big time, spectacular plays with Trey Lance. With even Jimmy, if you don't,
1: sorry, even if you don't have the potential, you're, you're building towards something. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're, You're working towards a future, like there's an investment there. It's You're you're a little – even if he is bad, you're a little kid putting the $5 bills in your piggy bank, and someday that's going to pay dividends.
0: With Jimmy, you're just flushing it down the toilet. Well, and this is the frustrating thing too. Go back and look at that game, right? Anytime they needed something, they went to Trey Lance. They're down 17-0 in the second quarter. They've had six plays inside the red zone. They can't score a touchdown. There's two seconds left in the half. What do they do? They bring in Trey Lance and he runs it in for a touchdown and that changed the whole momentum of the game, right? They're down 24 to 14 with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. They're in the red zone again. What do they do? They bring in Trey Lance and not only do they bring in Lance, they let him throw. They run a play action bootleg. He throws the ball. It draws a pass interference penalty, puts the Niners at the one yard line. They run it in for a touchdown. And they may have gone back to Trey Lance at the end of the game too. Don't forget Kyle, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo throws that touchdown to Kyle Juszczyk on first down. And Kyle Shanahan said after the game, they basically ran a play that they didn't think was going to score. Juice was the last read in the progression, and he catches the ball and he breaks two tackles and scores a touchdown. So if he doesn't score on that play, they may bring in Lance again. And if you're bringing in your rookie quarterback in the red zone, which is the most important part of the field, why can't you bring in your rookie quarterback for the less important parts of the field? It, the, the whole plan is backwards. It doesn't make any sense. And I don't know what the hell they're doing. Um,
1: I'm going to take the Seahawks.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, Stats. Me too. But, I, but this, is,
1: this is a game... Where like it breaks, you know what I'm saying? And it already kind of broke. I mean, like the 49ers are two and one. Like let's and and I know that that's probably what you've heard all week. Like where you you just want to be negative. Like this team's two and one. They lost to the team that's won 13 games. They lost to Aaron Rodgers. No, they lost because they're idiots. But uh, <laughs> they're they're gonna lose this game, a division game. It's at home in Frisco. Yes. Yep. And so it, this is a bit of a, of a of a humbling sort of loss, and it will suck because the Rams will be four and zero and they'll be the division rival, and the 49ers will fall behind them. So I'm sorry. I still love you, but I, I hate Kyle Shanahan.
0: Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson historically kicked the tar out of the 49ers, and 49er fans don't like me to bring it up. It's just the truth. Those are the facts, and they are not in dispute, and I'm getting points. If I take Seattle in this game, I have to do that. I'm sorry. Until the 49ers prove it, I need to see it. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.